0: Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carleen Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution and your host, and we're covering um, some Q&As on brain injury. Um, In part one, I explained kind of his injury, um, what we understood in 1994, what we didn't understand, and um, to keep that in mind as we move forward, that what you might think today, keep in mind in 1994, it most likely wasn't there, very little understanding of these kinds of injuries, um, and very little support, very little information. So um, another question is, are there any physical limitations or impairments due to my husband's brain injury? Yeah, Um, physical limitations, there might be some, um, just because he has balance issues. So he's not always, he he looks phenomenal, seems phenomenal. When people are around him, they they wouldn't even know. But he does have some balancing issues. So, um, but he seems to manage it well. And he impairments, tons of impairments. Um, It's so phenomenal about how the brain works, but tons of problems, uh, impairments that he does have. Um, Things like... uh, transitioning in a conversation um as two people normally speak normally with each other and they go oh yeah well um i'm gonna go to the store and do xyz and hey can we're gonna pick up this he has a hard time transitioning those you won't know it he won't tell you and he'll probably never (laughs) never admit it but It's just been learned over the years that that was part of the problems that were happening is that you could give him a list of things to do and and he wouldn't necessarily do them all because he could not recall um, to do those things. So let's see what else. Mm. Impairments, impairments. Uh, sometimes he has a blind spot when he looks a certain way, so he has to work around that. Um, he has uh, tingling in his fingers so he doesn't always feel Um, so like he wasn't able to feel things in his fingertips or in his hands sometimes um, he wasn't able to do that Um, he has a ringing Um, in his ears. So um, when you're talking to him, he doesn't always, he does an excellent job concealing it, but um, he has ringing in his ears all the time. So he doesn't always hear the conversation the way it's supposed to be heard. And uh, I always, I never remember that you guys. And so, you know, I'm sitting here even now going, oh my gosh, you know, because I'll say something and you know we we have, by the looks of things, we have what what would be termed as a normal, a normal marriage. And so I was just saying to him, "Do you not listen? You know, do you not hear me when I talk? And it's funny because I'm going, right now as I'm sharing this, I'm going, crap i I don't even remember he's got a ringing in the ears that he's compensating for. And of course, he doesn't say anything, which makes him just unbelievably and just an incredible human being just wow um but anyway so that's another issue that he has um in a crowd um he gets flustered and so I usually stay close and a lot of people it's so interesting because I've changed it how I spouse (laughs) how I spouse with him um and it used to be you know he was super independent but And he still is, but I stay close because when he gets flustered or out of sorts, he gets himself out of sorts, um, it will create so much chaos for people around him for, and he'll get volatile and, um, angry and, and that's what it will look like to other people. It will look like anger and you're out of control and you rage and you, So I stay close to him because when something happens, I can soothe him and talk to him. Or if I'm not paying attention like an airhead, then, you know, I might get snappy with him. But, um, you know, a good place that that has happened is like in when we're going through TSA at the airport. If we're going through TSA at the airport and he's got to take off his belt and all his stuff, and then he's trying to be the man of man, you know, and handle all my stuff and take care of things. And, and then he sees there's a big pile up and, and I'm moving on and that kind of thing. And then he'll get all flustered and, um, you know, snappy. He'll be start biting at people that say things or that act like it's an inconvenience. And so I just end up either walking away so he can just figure it out because that is the testosterone the alpha in him that he wants to figure it out and so sometimes i'll just walk away other times i'll be behind him so and people won't even realize you know people don't realize the nuances that that people do to compensate So I'll be behind him and I'll go really slow. So I take the heat and that has been the mantra of our life is that I do a lot of things that it makes it look like it's my fault to shield him because he's struggling enough as it is. And then I don't say anything. So then he isn't the wiser. Um, so for example, when we're going through TSA, I'll go, I'll get behind him, um, And I'll go really slow. And I get this very stern look on my face, like I dare anybody to say anything to me. (laughs) So that it kind of shields and puts people off and they look at me and they'll go, oh, you know, we can't approach her. But what's interesting is over the years, people have taken that as a view of me. I just was with a bunch of women and I said, you know, you've never met me. I was prepping to give a TED Talk and, and I said, you've never met me. What's the first take that you get? And they said, you know, I don't want to approach you and you're, you're kind of, but then they said, but then you talk and it's like, we can actually talk to you. And it's, it's so interesting what we do, isn't it? And so that is, um, kind of something that I would do and I'd get this look on my face and now I carry it. And, uh, but I was doing it as a protection for him so that he could go through his little mini meltdown, um, With the least amount of audience. And so it would work through the process. Or I would stand next to him and I'd say, okay, do you have your belt? He'd go, yeah, 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 I got it. You know, don't worry about it. I got it. And these are the things that he'll snap at me about. So it just depends on his mood and I have to really feel it and feel him to see where he's at. So um, another thing I'll do is, you know... um, I'll just literally stand next to him like I am this hovering wife and I'll act like I'm the one taking over. So people, when they look at us, they go, dang, that lady, she's just a bo-, you know, bossy and overbearing. And what they don't realize is that I'm looking like I'm taking over so that it, it takes the heat off of him. And these are just things he doesn't know that I do. Um, ah, makes me cry. He doesn't know that I do them, um, um, so I look like this overbearing woman that's just bossing her husband around, so that nobody knows that he's off. And then other times I'll just walk ahead in the line and just go ahead and go through the TSA and wait for him on the other side if it looks like you know he might be able to manage and without snapping at anybody else, and and he'll just be a little confused for a few minutes and be able to figure it all out, so then I'll just walk ahead and go through, wait for him on the other side and pay attention. Um and a couple times I've been off and it's it's not gone well, so I've I've had to like just shake my head and <laughs> and go, Ah, lesson learned, pay attention better. Um so anyway, love this man though. What a good man he is. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean things are perfect and you'll hear about that. But it's what we do when we have to adjust. We have to adjust in these things called marriage, right? Anyway, uh, I'll continue some of these questions. There's a lot of questions. So anyway, I hope that this is insightful and helpful and helps us show our human side. If you ever have a question, just ask